that. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beat the Maze podcast. It's your girl, Jaysha. It's EMB. And we are back here with another episode. You know, we've been doing this consistently, back to back to back. We're seeing you guys' comments. We love that you're interacting with us. So we want to continue building this community and beating our maze. So Absolutely. Ian, how have you been this week? I am doing well. Well, before we start, actually, please don't forget to follow us yes. on the social medias. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on TikTok. We over there. Y'all follow us and please subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rate, comments, reviews. Tell us what you want to hear. And we are going to keep doing this thing for y'all. But to answer your question, I have been doing well. Why are you bring the keys? They like, were on my lap. So before you start, before you start, before you start, they were on my lap. So I had to move them so you don't hear a bunch of. But we have key hooks. We have key hooks that he tell, never puts his keys tell on. Tell her stop judging me, y'all. I get I get anxious when I don't have my keys, my phone, or my wallet near me at all times. Only reason I stop freaking out about my wallet is because I be in the gym. I need it. Anyway. I need it. Back to how your week Besides being <laughs> harassed about my keys, I am doing great, y'all. I've had a good week. It's been a little stressful, to be honest. But that doesn't mean I'm not doing great. But I, it's definitely been stressful. I got a lot of family stuff going on. And that has been something that I'm worried about. I'm not worried in the sense that I'm going to lose. But I'm definitely worried in the sense that I don't know if things are going to work out in the way that I want them to work out. And so that has been causing me a lot of stress. It's been causing me to fall off my routines a little bit and just things are things are happening but the key thing is I am deciding that I'm going to keep moving forward I'm not focused on what can go wrong and more focused on what's going to go right and putting my efforts into the having a favorable outcome so that's how I've been doing I like that one I like that one yeah because I feel like when you let things just fester and you just think about all the things that can go wrong and you just worry about hey I am going to lose in this situation or I'm not going to be able to have the best outcome and you know other people they want the the best for you but also people I, I saw something one time and I was like wow my mom was blown and it said negativity often looks like warning so people might be trying to warn you and they're not wrong in any means. And I'm so, so thankful that I have people in my corner that care about me enough to actually tell me how to navigate some of the things and some of the ways that I could lose. But at the same time, if you always focus, and this is not me talking to the, the people in case they're listening, I don't want it to anybody to feel some type of way. <laughs> this is not me saying that they're negative people but I'm saying for anybody who might be listening when you only focus on the negative and what can go wrong when you focus on all the ways that you can lose in a situation you don't think about the positives you don't think about all the ways that you're also set up to win and you don't give your brain the creativeness to figure out a solution that might be that might not be solution one or two but it might be a combination of solution one two 
three doesn't work, but somebody advice that somebody gave you might work. So yeah, that's really what's been going on in my week. But uh, I've been talking to my parents a lot about this situation. They've been super duper helpful and just giving me different perspectives, giving me wisdom. And as a as a young man, <laughs> we like to think and as a it just the the age that we are and the time that we are and the the access that we have to information, especially with the prevalence of social media, we like to think that we know a whole, whole lot when you might know a lot, but it's also good to talk to people who have lived experience and take in wisdom because they, you don't always have to make the same mistakes. And so that was something that has been a huge lesson this week, but Besides that, life is good. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to beat my maze another day and continue garnering tools and just have a have a good time doing it. Chase, how you doing? Um, I definitely like I like that you ended that with gratitude. Um, I've been at peace. This past this past week, these past couple of weeks, um, I've been at peace uh in a, an abnormal amount of peace and comfort but I feel like spiritually I've reached a new height with myself why did you say an abnormal amount of peace because I've never experienced this level of peace before like mm. when we have our conversations and me saying like it is going to happen like with certainty mm-hmm. and speaking things from a position of we've already done them they've already come it's a level of peace that comes over because it's like, it's not me just saying it. Mm-hmm. It's literally me in my relationship with God and that conversation, knowing that it's going to happen and knowing that what's going to happen is going to happen mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so it, it definitely gives me a level of peace. Um, I'm thinking about buying a house, guys. I'm not thinking about buying a house. I'm going to buy <laughs> a house, guys. Look, and um got to drop a bomb on it. <laughs> da, 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 da. not that type of bomb oh my God. <laughs> judge judy went in the world <laughs> no, oh my gosh but yes i am in the process to begin purchasing a house which in my head um and i told you i always figured like when you think about people that buy houses i thought these people that buy houses just got like stacks on stacks on stacks but the the song kept- <laughs> as y'all gonna come to know i am not the person to (laughs) hype you up with that i support her wholeheartedly and be like (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i thought all these people had like all these crazy amounts of money when it came to purchasing a house Mm -hmm. and i realized that what people are really having is the interest rate to put down and then they're paying the mortgage monthly well they interest rate to put down well when i say like i thought you had to have like six figure k to purchase a house and people when especially most people that purchase houses do purchase houses with other people of course so yes both of their salaries and stuff come together for them to have this crazy lump sum of money but when you boil it all down i thought when you when you see a house and it's a five hundred thousand dollar house i thought i had to get them five hundred dollars when I signed the paperwork for the house. So that was stressful for me when I was thinking about really actualizing the process of buying a house. Because I don't know if you guys are located in Atlanta or if you're located in any major city, but you know the cost of living is 
it's insane right now. Yeah, the cost of living is going up everywhere, not even just in the major cities. Yeah, it's going but, up everywhere. But specifically in the major cities, it's like to find anything that's to find what I'm looking for. The cost of living is it's 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 just whoa. So I kind of and I felt like this last year, and it was kind of like why continue to pay rent that's not going to anything. Like it's not going to help. It's not an investment for myself. A house is an investment. It's not an investment. It's a, I'm just paying a landlord for rent. I still got to do it with neighbors. So she got to deal with neighbors for the house. But like, I still got to deal with neighbors. I still got to deal with rules. I still got to deal with a whole bunch of stuff when I can just purchase my own house and accumulate a sense of responsibility over it. And yes, you have more responsibility, but you also have a level of freedom and ownership. And again, back to, it's an investment. Especially being here in Atlanta, the type of house I'm looking at, it would not be my final resting house. It would be the beginning to my journey and to have a space here and to, for it to be growing at the rate that it's growing. It's, Atlanta is on the track to be the next New York. Mm. If it isn't already there now with a lot of my people that move here. No, no, it's not there yet. You don't think so? No. Well, it's definitely on the track too. You talking population wise? It's definitely on the track too. So to have a space where I can start really placing that seed here and starting to, to gain mm-hmm. that that financial investment and financial growth. But I also say I'm at peace because when I first thought about the idea, okay, I want to purchase a house. I was like, wow, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to purchase a house. But then it was really like, it hit for a second, like, whoa, I want to purchase a house. Like, can I actually afford to purchase a house? Not only like just the putting the down payment down, but can I actually afford to upkeep a house and whatever it goes to and finding the right house type for me? Because a house type isn't just your house. It's not just a home. It could be a loft. It could be a studio. It could be a condo. It could be a triplex, duplex, quadplex, whatever. A house isn't just one specific thing. So it's, you have to find the right house for yourself, whatever mm-hmm. you're looking for. For myself personally, yes, I could, the, the amount that it costs to really get a condo is about the same amount that it costs to get a house. Yes, I could afford that technically. However, do I want to do with the upkeep of my lawn? Or do I even want a lawn right now? Personally, I don't. Do I want to uh, I like do, do with the upkeep of a lawn? Do I want to have to deal with if something, if the, if the HVAC unit in the home blows, I have to fix that. But if I'm in a condominium, that's the condominium responsibility. Like there's different things that you have to pick and choose what you really want um, and you don't want. But that's neither here nor there. I that going through that process and learning more information, I felt like I was continued. I felt like I was finding this resources that I needed and the information that I needed, which put me at a level of peace. And like, I wasn't overwhelmed. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. This is gonna be crazy. Rada rada rada. I felt like I can do this. I'm. It's well within my means to purchase a home right now. I just need to take it at my own pace to not rush there to genuinely set in a plan and do it and to do my budget and, and reconfigure my budget so that I can save a lot more aggressively. I already save nice now, but to save aggressively mm-hmm. with the idea that when we move out of here, I would have have purchased a house or we would only have to live in an apartment in another space for less than six months, really less than four months. That is my idea is to purchase a house within the next four to six months. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's, it's a piece of knowing that, but I also think 
I, I like that you said gratitude because my faith, my friend Faith, um, when she came to visit, we were talking a lot about like gratitude and she suggested I start practicing gratitude and that it would help me um, and how I see life and how I do things. And then the moment I was like, you know, I'd be grateful, but like, but actually sitting and every time I start all my prayers, I pray every morning, I pray every night. I always start though with God, thank you for giving me the ability to see, to hear, to breathe out my own lungs for my organs to pump blood through them naturally, to walk, to taste, and to feel. That I first start with gratitude and those basic things because as we know, my health stuff I have going on, those things can be taken for granted. I haven't even very easily. Yeah. And I, I think just not to cut you off, but I think about gratitude and I definitely have been on my own gratitude journey. And I didn't even think about those basic things. Like when I was expressing gratitude, I would be like, oh, thank you for the weather. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Mm -hmm. But even while you're sleeping, to be able to pump air out your own lungs and to To keep for your heart to keep pumping at all times, that's something that we take for granted and it happens on autopilot and thankfully you know I'm a believer of God you're a believer of God God has given us the ability as humans as as I'm not going to say healthy humans because the healthy looks different in different ways but yeah yeah, but as humans to be able to pump blood and breathe air without having to think about it and I just I appreciate that you said that you know, I did take it for granted a lot. Um, I think, and I'll, I have no problem sharing this with our viewers, but I'm currently experiencing some health issues where if things don't go right, I can get left and lose my sight. I like that little, you see what I did with the words there? You know, come on, com- comedic relief. Comedic oh, y'all see how she's so corny. <laughs> y'all see how we got but, so corny. On a serious note though, um, if my health doesn't improve, I could lose my my seeing. It was completely random. It's completely at the blue. There is literally no reason as to why it's happening. It just is happening. And so I'm going through this and going through it by myself. Um, well, not by myself. Obviously, I've had you and my family and the select friends that I know. <laughs> and I guess now you guys. But going through this, it makes me so much appreciative because the week that I got I got my medication and they were just making sure recalibrating it for me making sure it was best for me was like probably one of the shittiest weeks that I've ever experienced in my life like everything hurt and you were here and you were like you know I know you don't feel good but like I didn't have to there's I don't even know how to adequately explain what it feels like when gravity feels like it's crushing you Mm. and so it was it was the little things of like now I'm so thankful that when I wake up in the morning my face might not tingle or when I wake up in the morning, I can touch my fingertips and like feel them. When mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, my eyes don't burn. And like, I'm thankful for those things because I would rather deal with my face tingling, my fingers tingling, my eyes, the, the light being too bright than to not have my sight mm-hmm. or to not be able to hear or to not be able to feel and see. Like those are, I always said, and I, I said, I did a live on my Instagram and I was like, you know, comedic relief in the moment of like god really because i always said if i were to lose anything i would never want to lose my sight mm-hmm. and i'm like come on like come on <laughs> so it's definitely um i feel like it's god's way of telling me to kind of slow down obviously of what was going on in my life but 
Um, I'm grateful. I'm ever grateful because I do realize how precious life is and how precious those little things are um, and how they do, how your body is one big circle. How the less stress that I take on, the more that I listen to myself, listen to my body, the better that my health becomes, the better that my sight becomes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's fine. My week has been really good. I've been at peace. I've really been um, at peace. And I've noticed too within my friend groups and my various friends that reach out to me that I've, I've always wanted to be the friend or the person in someone's life that they can say they can rely on that was dependable, that cared about them. And I noticed um, in these past couple of weeks, more and more of my friends that I actually consider friends of mine have reached out to me um, on a personal tip, like, hey, I really need care and support right now. And that makes me feel good to know that you see me as that person to be mm-hmm. there for you and to help you yeah. do that. Yeah, it's really, it's the little things in life. It is. It's, it's the little things in life that make life great. And as someone who sometimes suffers from shiny object syndrome, we always get caught up. We all do that. Yeah, but we all... I, I, I've been, I've been suffering. (laughs) I've been suffering, but I found that when I pay attention to the little things like you're talking about, it's not the big thing. You always hear people talk about, oh, when I make this money, I'll be good. You always hear, especially you, you hear entrepreneurs, you hear wealthy entrepreneurs talk about, oh, when I make this money, I'll be good. When I hit this milestone, I'll be set. And then you hit there and you're like, I'm not doing enough. You know, we just had a conversation actually about something. You were like, you know, you've worked so hard to get to where you are. And you're like, I feel like I'm not there. I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. When in actuality, you're way, way, where you're where you're supposed to be one, but you're way farther than where you were a year ago, two years ago. And I think we all are. But that's expressing gratitude to where you're at. So the the message of this today's video was supposed to be about the recession. So we might have to do a second part and cover that. But I like where we're going with this and talking about gratitude. Because I don't think a lot of people practice and talk about gratitude. Gratitude is so important. Especially as an entrepreneur or a business owner. And being grateful for the little things. Being grateful that people love your business. Being grateful that people leave you positive reviews. Being grateful that people click on your page that you're garnering traffic being grateful that somebody says I need in my life what you're selling and I want to get it from you there are so many y'all y'all heard the bread drawn so many times there's so many breads hot dog buns hamburger buns all this stuff in the aisle and you get your specific bread and somebody feels that way about your business. Somebody feels that way about your presence. Somebody feels that way about your craft and they go out of their way to shop with you, to be around you, to talk to you. Those are things that you need to be grateful for. These are things that we need to be grateful for. Cause I'm not just talking to y'all, I'm talking to us too. We need to be grateful for these things. We, and the, and with the social media, bro, like I do spurts on and off social media. And I just, I realize when I'm on social media versus when I'm off social media, how much different 
life is. And it's so important that whether you're on social media or off social media, that you're able to express gratitude and that you're able to be thankful and that you're able to see, okay, at the end of the day, this person or these things that are going on do not affect me as much as I think they do. They only affect me as much as I let it. Yeah, right. I, I agree. I think expressing gratitude at, when I first started, I thought it was silly. I thought like, I mean, not silly to the sense of like, to disrespect God, obviously, but I thought it was silly to the sense of like, of course, I'm thankful I can breathe. Like, yeah, but like, no, like really think about it. Think about any time you've been sick and you've had congestion and it was hard to breathe. In those moments, you wish that you can go back to just two weeks ago. Like mm-hmm. you wish you can go back to breathing natural air. You wish you can have that moment. Think about if you just run, if you do a mouth sprint, which is dramatic, no, but if you do, I know. <laughs> if you just simply run and you do a sprint and when you finish, you're like, <sighs> you would have, you wish that you were like a moment ago calm and even breath like just those little things of gratitude but then also gratitude gratitude in the space of support will take you miles what do you mean by that being thankful having the support but support doesn't always look the same so having the support Mm. but then having the thankfulness of that support I think will take you miles can you explain it I still don't get what you mean so like understanding that I didn't like using your bread your bread example all these other breads we got wonder bread we got dave's killer bread we got honey wheat we got sara lee all these different breads and I chose your bread Mm -hmm. being thankful that I even if no one else chose your bread today I chose your bread and expressing gratitude with that Mm -hmm. and letting that propel you to continue moving forward letting that propel you to continue making great business accomplishments and great stripes yeah that's and, what I and, okay i do not understand what you mean <laughs> i see i see i see i agree though i agree though and i think to to further that point the when you're grateful one and you generally love what you do too that is so important in your consistency because we all know whether you admit it or not everybody wants to feel appreciated everybody wants to feel like they're care for everybody wants to feel like they're important everybody wants to feel like they have a purpose so when things well everyone does have a purpose everyone does have a purpose but you don't feel like you have a purpose two different things okay so you want to feel like you have a purpose just as much as you do have a purpose and even more so I think you want to feel like you have a purpose that aligns to who you believe you are in life. I think, but I, so how, that makes me think of when I told you the other day, mm-hmm. when I onboarded to what I'm doing now, and I was like, I I don't feel extra stressed out. I'm not overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I'm at peace. Like I'm genuinely mm-hmm. at peace. And I was like, but it's crazy because I'm doing more now than what I was doing mm-hmm. before when I was feeling overwhelmed and stressed out and et cetera. And so it makes me think back to the gratitude, but definitely your purpose. When you move in your purpose, things become easier. Things become clearer. Mm -hmm. That's the word. Not even easier. Things become clearer. They're concise. They're more concise. It's a clear cut path. 
you don't have to question, well, especially if you have a belief system that you're able to obtain, like hold on to that. You don't have to question what is for it, what's not for you. Yeah. When you're moving in the space of like, this is my purpose, this is what I'm here to do, and you're listening, you're listening before you're speaking, you're yeah. hearing before you speak. I think things become, they become clearer and more concise. They become more at peace. So when you have, like, I see these people and I always would see them and be like, dang, like, how is she able to do all these 10 different things and mm-hmm. all the stuff? And it's like, she's able to do it because that's her purpose. Mm-hmm. She serves best in those roles. Mm-hmm. That's what excites her in the morning. That's what excites her when she goes to bed. That's what excites her to wake up tomorrow morning. That's her thing. That's not my thing, but it's to find it. your thing. And to and be the to be best well at that. your thing. Yeah. And once you, when you move in your space, you move in your purpose and you're doing it with your, with gratitude and thankfulness that you could not have, you didn't have to be here. It could have been someone else in this position. You respect and truly value what you do so much more. And it shows, like you see it. You literally, you see yo, that, that is such a great point. You can literally see when somebody does or doesn't like what they're doing and one of my favorite quotes and I say it every morning when I do my morning success routine is that human beings always act and feel and perform in accordance with what they believe to be true about themselves in their environment and that quote to me is so important because nothing in our life is true except what we believe your beliefs shape everything so I was talking to somebody today earlier today and they told me that they have an issue when it comes to learning certain things and I was like whoa 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 like let's take a step back when you believe that you're a slow learner and you tell yourself that you're a slow learner you are a slow learner you become a slow learner and that goes back into that the Henry Ford quote that everybody quotes, whether you say something is true or say something is not, you're right. I, I don't think that's the exact wording, but that's the gist of the quote. Whether you, what, whether or not you believe that you can be successful or whether or not you believe that you're a failure, you act that way. You literally think that way, you feel that way, and you make actions in accordance with what you believe to be true about yourself. So that's why when you're grateful for things, that gratefulness attract, it gives off a different energy. You think different thoughts when you're grateful for the little things. You make different decisions when you're grateful for the little things because you're not waiting for somebody to validate you. You're already believing what you believe to be true about yourself. And that is that you are important. That is that you are capable. And that is that you are able to achieve whatever you want. But even if, I'm going to touch on things she said, validation, waiting on someone to validate what you're doing. Because a lot of people do, especially entrepreneurs and business owners. Especially you, people in the when you start something, you start something new, you're waiting on someone to validate your idea Good job. and say, okay, go pursue Good it. Good job. Keep going. But, Keep going. You're like, yes. And that's where I say self-validation is important, but also more important to self-validation is your spiritual validation. Because now when I am pursuing something, I'm thinking about something, instead of like, oh, I want other people to say, validate, you know, this idea. Like I come to you and I present the idea all the time. Like, hey, babe, this is what it is. This is what I'm thinking. What's your thoughts? But I don't need you to validate it. Mm. I don't need you to tell me 
go do it. I'm only asking you because I want to hear someone else's thought process mm-hmm. on what I'm thinking. I want to hear someone else pick it apart, tell me the pros and cons based off what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. But if it is something I put my heart to, my mind to, and I really think it's for me, I'm listening to this person. That's the only person I'm listening to. Oh, I'm talking to God. That's oh, what I'm pointing at. Sorry, yeah. Well, that's my, uh, I didn't want to do that. You it was, was going that way. My fault. Little things. That's me. I'm sorry. Boink. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> I'm listening to God on it. I'm coming to you because I want to hear someone else's opinion. I'll bring it up to my mom because I want to hear her opinion. But when it comes down to who's validating and who's saying, you know what, Jaysha, stamp of approval, do it. That's God. That's me praying. That's me in my private time. Like, okay, I thought over, thought over again. It happened with the with doing it with the house. I thought over, I've done some research, I'm mm. learning this, I'm learning that. Keep going. I'm hearing your opinion. I gotta call my mom. I'm gonna ask my mom her opinion. But I already know what I want to do. Mm. That's why I'm saying I'm going to buy a house. I know I'm gonna buy a house. Yeah. I know that is what I'm supposed to do right now. Yeah. And to be transparent, that's something that I struggle with. I struggle with having a decision in my head and somebody that I whose opinion that I might value may have a different opinion and there are times where I've changed my course of action or I've changed what I'm going to do or I start second guessing myself because I'm like oh man well they must know something what if this doesn't work but that's is such a great point if you believe the worst thing you can do is fail and when you fail, like we talked about in one of our first episodes, you fail, you get back up again. Sure, that's yeah. not just entrepreneurship. That's not just that's in life. business. That's real life. That's real life. That's Entre- big things. Entrepreneurship and business is just a microcosm of real life. Mm. It's just in a concentrated space. Mm. If we're being honest, like entrepreneurship and business, it's not its own entity. It's literally you take life, throw it into mm. a bubble. But throw it into your pockets. Yeah. Like <laughs> one, of, one of the best things about being grateful for all the good and the bad that happens to you. Mm. All and I say that that's what I'm working. And on. I say that with a purpose. Being grateful for the good and the bad that happens to you, you learn so much about life. Like when I was baking, and one of the best things that I learned is that people want to feel happy. And that's literally what led me to bake every day. I, when you eat my brownies, one, I'm vain. I want you to say this is the best brownie I've ever had because I know it is. And I believe it's that. But two, I want you to feel happy. I have a personal saying that you can never be upset while eating ice cream. And I feel the same way about baked goods. When you're eating my sweets, you should never ever want to feel like I'm just so sad right now. The world should stop. In in my head, the world should stop and you should say, everything good cake. (laughs) Everything everything's all right for the moment because I got this brownie and this cupcake. And then you can get back you can get back to whatever you're doing. But while you are engaging with my product, you should you should have some relief. You should have some happiness. You should have some joy. Why? Because you deserve it. And when I fully moved in that space, when before I started doubting myself, before different things happened, when I fully moved in that space, it showed. It showed in my clientele. It showed in my packaging. It showed in the way that I thought about my brand, everything. 
everything. And I, I say that from personal experience, because as soon as I started doubting myself, as soon as I stopped being grateful for the little things and people contacted me to purchase sweets, and I started getting upset because it was a sad month or, you know, it's about to be summertime and everybody's trying to get summertime fine. I let that discourage me it's because I let other people's validation affect me. When in truth, my brownies are just as good as they always been. Yeah. Nothing changed. But that strength right there, the strength to not only have gratitude in the good things, but into in the bad things. Mm-hmm. Because that that's that's where hard, the hard the hard talk comes from. When, but you, when you can have something negative happen to you, something bad happen, something to be in a situation. And and I'll speak for me financially, the situation I was a year ago. When I look back now, I'm so grateful that I was there. But in that moment, I thought God had forgot me and just left me. Like, I I honestly, I was like, I've been here. I know nothing of it. But you know what happened during that time period? Guess who I met? And you know what was the first thing that he said? What do your finances look like? I've I never. Can't, I can't do it. I got bad money. And I've never dated a guy who cared to even know about my finances. I never dated a guy who had money to start with. I'll put that up, be honest. And I've never, <laughs> I'm being honest, it's my truth. And I never <laughs> dated a guy that cared about my finances either because I always had more money than all the men that I dated. Mm. And I was struggling. And so I felt like when you came in my life, it was kind of like, you're telling me all these things you had these big vision and this big story like then you can do this with your money you can do this like you just gotta get this right get this right and in my head which is why I empathize so much for people who think they can't get out their situation because I felt that mm. I felt like all I saw was hands out grow sisters <laughs> not the grow sisters <laughs> give me my money that's how I felt three, three of them like yo give me <laughs> give me my money Yo. that's how I felt and I was like meeting you and you were able to show me like you do this you do that boundary setting staying to your goals sometimes hustling whatever I gotta be you gotta just move and you gotta get that money and hustling legally that I felt like when I said hustling and I said you gotta move and get that uh, money it just didn't sound uh, right I'm not we don't promote illegal activities. we don't promote stealing especially yes so I was hustling as a nanny, but it was like in those things, you tell me you got to hustle, you got to get this money. Come on. Like you can't just be at the crib just because you don't feel good. You can't just go brunch out every week because you just got an extra hundred dollars this week. Get your extra hundred dollars, pay off a debt. That's extra hundred dollars that you don't owe someone mm-hmm. and do it again on repeat, wash, rinse and repeat. And meeting you and to, to then go through that process and to end up where I'm at now in a completely 180 financial situation, I'm always thankful and grateful and thankful when I look back like, wow, I'm thankful that even when I thought God had forgotten me, he mm-hmm. sent you into my life to show me something different. Mm-hmm. So for you to show me something different to also introduce me to new sources, I would have never known what Social Proof Podcast was, EYO, none of those things i would have mm. never known what they were great. i would have never for, for anybody that's looking for some wisdom those are great places great great podcast great places i would have never known the real the 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 realisticness of having a budget because i thought a budget was only for people who made money i didn't think it was realistic which i think most people especially gen z think a Ooh. budget 
we have to stop. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to cut you off. We have to stop there because that is so important. That's so important. If you don't handle what you have now, if why, you would, can, why would you get something? Why more? would why would anybody give you more? If I gave you that's listening right now, if I gave you a thousand dollars on my bank account, and be like, yo, handle that, and you'd be like, yo, I'm going to brunch, I'm going to the mall, and you, I'd be like, two weeks, a year come by, or not even a year, but two weeks, a month go by, and I'm like, yo, what you do with my money that I gave you? You like, oh, my money? Yeah, I spent it. Why would I give you more money? You showed me that you couldn't do it. You why? Why would I give you more money? You don't. You're. You don't think responsibly. You don't have good money management habits, and that's so. It's not okay. But if that's where you are, that's nothing to be ashamed of. But you cannot expect to have more and to have abundance when you can't care for what you have. I was I was Ooh, reading one of my that, favorite- wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold Say on, that on. again. Say I gotta, that again. I gotta get one of my favorite books because I just gotta show y'all on camera. That, that was a word because- I'm not even endured. I'm not and that, even that goes for any aspect. It's not even just money. It's also like connections network. People always want you to hit me up with your homie, hook me up with your homie, put me in a room with them. If you If I can't give you- the intern and you still follow through why the why, hell would i give you the business I, manager so this book right here for those of y'all that are watching on youtube get good with money by tiffany aliche this book i've read a lot of money books in the past since i've started this journey this book right here i'm not getting endorsed by all hopefully one day i get to meet tiffany but this book has been a lifesaver. If you want to know how to get your money right, start here. Because it doesn't start with, oh, I just get an extra $10,000 and then I'm good. It starts with, sometimes I got to save $2 a week. Sometimes I got to save $5 a week. But you know what? You're practicing that habit of saving. You're practicing something that is building a foundation so that when you do get an extra ten thousand dollars you say all right five grand i need to put that away why because you're already used to saving and i'll say i haven't read that book yet so my book was but i, I have read the richest man in babylon which speaks on the same thing oh, it always that mm-hmm, same thing save that ten percent that ten percent ten percent and that what means, you have ten percent not of what you want ten percent of what you have so that means if you're getting if you're babysitting and all you make is $20 a night for babysitting, put $2 away. It's small, yes, but it adds up. If you're Uber Eats and you're Instacarting, you're DoorDash and whatever it is, take 10% and put it away. If you're on salary, take 10% of it, put it away. You don't, And you don't have to, uh, again, I'm gonna keep saying this, you don't have to wait until you have a whole lot of money. Start, do, start where you are. Anytime I, you get money in your hand, anytime you make some money, Put 10% away first, not after the bills, not after you go shopping, not, not after anything else. I understand. I'm, and I'm saying this because I've been there, done it. We've seen it. And look, I understand mm-hmm. when you get paid, you have to take care of bills. I'm telling you to put 10% away first. Mm-hmm. I understand completely. I understand. We really have to keep saying it. I understand what it is like to be like, dang, I don't think I had 10%. You, if you have $10, yeah, 10%. Put it, put, it, put $1 away. Put, put, put it what you, away. Put what you can. It's more about the habit than it is. About, the actual and, do- and dollar. And we have time. We, you know, people always tell you, oh, I don't have time to learn about money. That's that's a lie. 
That's a lot. And I know people on people listening, somebody might have kids, somebody's and to be realistic, saving is a luxury. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not being able to have enough money to pay your bills and save and take care of yourself for you outside of just necessities is a luxury on the same ticket. The money that you're spending on eating out every day, take one meal and buy you two books, buy you a book, listen to a podcast, podcasts, everybody got Apple Music, Spotify Music, or Amazon Prime. <laughs> Honestly, we're going to be- Listen to, hold on, hold on, because I, I, this is on my heart. Stop telling people you don't have time. Stop telling people you don't have the resource. Stop telling yourself that because human beings always act and feel and perform in accordance with what they believe to be true about themselves and their environment. So when you believe that you don't have the time, you really don't have the time. Get yourself some education. Get yourself a book. Read one book a month. I read 10 pages a day. You know how fast I cleared this book? The last book I just read was Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. You know how fast I cleared that book reading 10 pages a day, maybe 20 pages a day, 10 in the morning, 10 at night. It's not that hard. But if you keep telling yourself that, oh, I don't have time. If you keep telling yourself, oh, I can't do it. If you keep telling yourself, uh, this is only for people with money, you're going to stay where you are. And it's nothing against you, but you can't say that my, my parents used to tell me this all the time back when I was in financial planning. Shout out to, you know, my big brother that gave me the opportunity to work with him. When I was in financial planning, I did not hustle as hard as I could. And you know what? My results showed that my parents would always say, you cannot expect results for work that you did not put in. You cannot expect abundance for work that you did not put in. Jaysha can talk her talk because she worked hard. I can I talk my, my talk because off. I worked hard and we are still working hard, right? It may look different now because we're in a different situation than when we met. But that was the goal. But, <laughs> and now my goal, and now my goal has changed, right? But it's so important. I spent so much time and I spend so much time educating myself in the, the areas of self-development, in the areas of wealth, in the areas of speaking, in the areas of communicating, because that is what's important to me. When P, I always think about when I leave this earth, I want to, I want people to say positive things about me. I never, never want people to say, I, I just really didn't like that guy. That, that is a waste of my existence. I, and I, I don't care what y'all, you know, think about yourselves. I'm telling y'all what I think about me. I never want people to say that. And it's not about, oh, don't care about what people say about you because what people think and say about you or get you opportunities, what people say and think about you put money in your pocket, what people say and think about you give you resources like that those things matter. And I, I went on this rant <laughs> and I'm about to end it here because I'm so tired of hearing people my age. I'm so tired of hearing people that are older than me say, oh, I can't do it. Oh, I just don't have the time. It grinds my gears. It, I, got, I got more harsh words to say about that than I can even say on camera. But oh, if you're listening to this, and you say, oh, I've been thinking about getting this. Oh, y'all been talking some real good stuff. One day I want to, no, 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 today's your day. So today's your to day. To conclude this out, I want to leave you guys with a backdrop for today. After you, you just listened to this whole episode, I want you to survey your surroundings. Survey 
who you hang around, where you hang around, and, and what they do. And survey them without judgment. Like, oh, yeah. they, that can be your friend, but like, what are they doing? What What do they do? What do they survey, do? How, how are they what, adding value to your life? What do they talk about? What do they like? What do they care about? What do you talk about when you're with them? What do you care about when you're with them? Really pay attention to those things. Think about out of those things, what will be here five years from now? What matters five years from now? Not what will be here. What will matter to you and your into your development five years from now? If there are things that they are talking about in the spaces that you're in, and when I say they, I mean people, places, things. At the things that they're talking about. So that could be if you listen to the shade room every single day and whatever they talk about in the shade room does not add up to where you see your life going, does not add up to your goals, your desires, and your plans, then you need to recalibrate your surroundings. You cannot leave your situation if you are not willing to assess your situation first and to assess where you are at. We talked about this almost every episode. You have to be willing to do a self-assessment being wealthy, truly building wealth in your life, truly developing yourself personally comes with what I believe three major things, emotional intelligence, intellectual intelligence, and relationship intelligence. You need to survey all three of those. If you are not building it, all three of those aspects of your life, you will not go into the space that you want to go into. Does it take strength and honesty? Yes. But can you do it? Yes. Will everybody like it? No. no. <laughs> but that's why you have this community right here. You have people like Ian and Jaysha who are rooting you on, who are telling you that you can do it, that we want to see you here too. We want to see you here when we're 10 times where we are at now. I want to walk in the room with millionaires and see you there. I want them to say, yo, I know you. You're Beat the Mace community. I want that to be a reality for us. Because we deserve it. We deserve it. Everyone that listens to this podcast is between the ages of 18 and 25. 18 and 27. My apologies. We want y'all to win. We're here with you. We're 23. I'm 23. Ian's turning 24 in the next month. We want y'all to win. Cancer babies. Shout out to all the cancers worldwide. The world so appreciation. That's all I have for you guys today. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Ian, you have any last words or is that? Man, y'all heard my bag drop. Stop telling yourself you can't. It's it's too late for that. And I know y'all hearing all about this recession. Jay says rep- all the time. Everybody says all the time. Millionaires are made in, in recessions. recessions. Y'all, We're I want to, to talk money. so bad about this recession. That's going to have money. to be the next episode because I really want to get into it with y'all because I can't believe and I'm going to leave. I'm going to cut this short because I don't wanna, want me to keep going on. But I had a conversation on my live. I go on live every, about every week. And a guy came on my live and told me, yeah, I mean, I heard about him. Roger, he works in the government. Yeah, he's in the military specifically. Yeah, I heard about it. I mean, like, yeah, I don't really think the session's going to affect me too much. And I was so freaking baffled. You honestly think living in the military, working for the military, that the recession isn't going to affect you. The recession is going to affect you more than anybody else, most likely. I have no things about that, so I can't speak on that. No. Baffled. So. Yes, we're going to have to have a whole episode on that because realistically, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we have to prepare our finances so we don't lose our businesses and we don't lose our dreams in this time period, especially if you already, if your business has not become your full-time employment. 
Thank y'all so much for joining us on this episode of Beat the Maze podcast. As Jay said, you can follow us on all social media platforms at Beat the Maze podcast. Well, not all social medias, but that is Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Jay, where can they find you at? You guys can find me on Instagram at Jay Robinson, as well as as TikTok and on YouTube. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ENB with two underscores and on tiktok ian.b3 all right once again guys you continue beating your maze and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of beat the maze podcast oh.